verse 12. Praise the Lord. You see, the, the call to live the life of a Christian is a call to live what you can call a borrowed life. You see, no man can live the life of a Christian because the life of a Christian is the life of God. And most of the challenges we have is that we try to live as Christian as men. The Bible makes us understand that man is tripartite. Man is, has a spirit, he has a body, and he has a soul. It's not that he's spirit, understand me, he has that three parts. And that's why in creation, the angels wondered and asked God, what is man that you are mindful of him? Man has a nature that can operate here and he can also operate in heaven. If you read the Bible, there's a, there's a man called Micaiah. He was able to enter the presence of God and knew that the council meeting they had, they said, who will go to Ahab? And then give him a lying spirit. You see, this was what was discussed in heaven. But he took a man that was on the surface of the earth to go into the courts of heaven to see what was happening. So you see, the life we have been called to live is not something that is natural. And that's why the Bible said, The natural man receiveth not the things of the spirit, and neither can he know them. So when you, you need to decide, do you want to live as a natural man? Or you want to live as a spiritual man. He's still a man. The man, the fact that you're living as a spiritual man does not make you spirit. It just means your inclination is towards the spirit. Then you can hear God. Praise the Lord. And John 1, 12 says, But as many as received him, to them he gave, to them gave he power to become the sons of God even to them that believe on his name as simple as this statement is it is deep but as many as received him as many as received him to them gave he power to become the sons of god even to them that believe on his name it means you require power to become a son of god that you are a son of God is not what you claim by mouth. If the power from on high is not made available to you, you cannot become the son of God. So when people say they are sons, if that power is not being manifested, that power refers to ability, not just, not just power as in, you know, dunamis. It's the ability of God. So if it's God's ability, that means it must come from who? I don't know if we're making if i'm going to have god's ability i can't generate it it means god must release that ability to me and that's why we talk about power and i want to talk about the infrastructure of power there's some things i'm going to discuss with you revelations i have you can argue with it but when you meditate on it light can come in john 20 chapter 20 verse 20 to 22 jesus was speaking after he had died and had resurrected, Jesus made a statement to the, to the apostles, to the disciples. The book of John refers to them as disciples. 
And then some other people referred to them as apostles. He made a statement. He said, And when he had so said, he showed unto them his hands and his side. Then were the disciples glad when they saw the Lord. Then said Jesus to them again, Peace be unto you. As my father had sent me, even so I send you. And when he had said this, he breathed on them and he said unto them, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. This was the first time Jesus was telling them to receive the Holy Ghost. And I want you to remember, Jesus had not ascended into heaven. So which Holy Ghost was he telling them to receive? Scholars, people that have been into ministry before me, have read, studied, and people have said things. But you see, the Bible said, based on this rock, rock was referring to revelation, said, I will build my church. If you don't get a revelation of the word, you can't be built. Because there is the letter and there is the spirit of the letter. There is the word and there is the living word. So he says, based on the revelations, I will build my church. And for me, Jesus released unto them the infrastructure to receive the baptism of the Holy Ghost. And that's why I said, receive ye the Spirit. Somebody said he was prophesying on things to come. Jesus didn't used to give idle words. He said, the, spirit, the words I speak to you, they are spirit and they are life. So that at that point, Jesus had resurrected. He had paid the price for divine justice. Redemption had happened. You know, when we talk about being born again, born again was for us. Because Jesus didn't just create you so that you can be born again. If Adam did not fall, there would not have been a need for you to become born again. So what happened was that the regeneration plan was for you and I. It makes us able to walk in the spirit. If Adam had eaten the tree of life, at that point he would have been born again. And had the life of God. So at that point, Jesus was then received the spirit. It was because they had received the spirit that they were able to tarry in the upper room and deep called unto deep. And that's why the Holy Ghost on the day of Pentecost came upon them. Because there's a concept of the spirit within and the spirit upon. You know, Kenneth Hagin, you know, God will help us. They said so much about him, but towards the day, and people said he started because he didn't suit what people said. He wrote a book and said, the spirit within and the spirit upon. So it's not that there are two different spirits, don't get me wrong, but functionality, there are two functions. So people now break it down because there are two functions, they call it two spirits. Do you know God has an office of the Father? The same God has an office of the Son. The same God has an office, the Holy Ghost, but it's the same God, one God. So when people say, the thing about Christianity, sometimes people say, Christianity, the Bible can be confusing. The Bible is not confusing. It's your understanding that is confused. That's why you need revelation. So when you now understand, you say, oh, okay, this is what the Bible was saying. You understand? And it's excitement. And when you do that, there's an excitement. You see, if, if you are if you're a student of the word, there are times that you study, and even in midnight, you scream on your own. When you see something that blows your mind, you just shout. You know what has happened? revelation has come. That's how God builds the church. I don't know if I'm making sense. Do you know the Bible said something in 2 Corinthians chapter 3 verse 17. He said, now the Lord, Jesus Christ is that spirit. I know you have not taken, you have not thought about it. He said, now, not before, but now the Lord, Jesus Christ 
is that spirit it means jesus has become spirit and he said where the spirit of the lord is there is liberty so the same jesus has become spirit and these are things you see in the bible because at that time when he came he came to pay the price of divine justice that means you can now enter the zoe life but you cannot run the zoe life without the holy spirit and that's why when you are born again the spirit must be there so that you cannot live the life and the ability of god and then when you talk about power the dunamis is the power of god come down so the question is that have you received the spirit because if you haven't received the spirit that power on high won't come it will destroy you have you seen what they call transformer the voltage of a transformer if i connect it to your house it will blow everything in the house so there must be a step down that can bring it so if you have not received the spirit the spirit upon will be destruction for you and that's why when people come at the point of salvation we print repentance we preach the baptism of water we print we preach accepting jesus christ and we preach also the baptism of the holy ghost and if you look at the apostles they were not born again until jesus died and resurrected so because when you say born again you have to accept jesus as your lord and savior at that time he hadn't died he hadn't saved the world through death so when he came up resurrected the first thing he told them receive the spirit that's when they became born again but they had not been baptized in the holy ghost so it's one thing for you to be born again and another thing for you to be baptized by the holy ghost the spirit within begins to change you you're giving the form the fruits of the spirit but to do the service you need the spirit jesus will tell them tarry ye in the upper room until you are endured with power then you can be witness for if you paraphrase that thing what he's saying is that if you have not received the power please don't witness for me don't witness for me many people are thinking they are witnessing they are not witnessing because there is no power if the power has not come upon you you are not working for god you see many people are hustling they think they think they're in their mind they feel they are working for god but without the spirit whatever you do is not of god i don't know if i'm making sense so one of the things we want to learn tonight is ask ourselves are you primed because if you've not accepted jesus as your lord and savior don't ask for this power because he can destroy you i don't know if what i'm saying is communicating and the only way you can take over this world is if you are taking it for Christ. He said, and the glory of the knowledge of the Lord shall cover the earth as the waters cover the sea. The world is waiting for your manifestation. Without the spirit of God, you can manifest. He said, the earnest expectation of creature, they are waiting for the manifestations of the son of God. What, do, what manifest? Is only something that is exists that can manifest. Something can be available but is not visible. So the power has been given to us as we've been re, re invited and re injected into God. But there is a drawing of the power of God. There is a drawing down of the power of God. And the technology of drawing that power is the Holy Spirit that's why i wonder why people will say that they are christians and they say they don't believe in the holy spirit i hope you know there are churches that say that they call themselves church but they don't believe in the holy spirit it doesn't make sense when was the church better the church was better on the day of pentecost and it was better by fire and the 
and the, the, the spirit of the Lord descended upon them and like clogs of fire and people started speaking. So if the birth of the church was through the spirit, how can the spirit not be excluded from the church and you call it church? So many things we call church, they are not church. These are things, these are, they are not. Jesus for 30 years, he was, the first time when he was born, that was the first thing we heard. After he was born, the next time we heard about Jesus was at his the, the synagogue when they were I mean seven days. The next time you heard about Jesus was when he was 12 years old. How come the son of God, see this mother and after the 12 years, the next time you heard about him was 30 years when the spirit descended upon you know what was happening that the spirit within was working. When it was time for service the Bible said the dove descended upon him. You see the spirit upon and the bible said he was led into the wilderness that was service ministry has started you can't do ministry without the holy ghost forget it and that's why i want to enjoin you as a house you said you will pray for 30 minutes you are going to increase it one hour when you begin to blast in the tongue what you are doing you are blowing the power it's like fire you fan it. You fan it to flame. You won't come even if you walk from morning till five. Some of us walk till eight. And we see blasting tongue for three hours in a day. You see, the thing about prayer is the only way you learn about prayer is by praying. You understand? 30 minutes is not enough. Jesus in the Bible came to me this and said, couldn't you pray with me for just one hour? It's not enough to wear suit. The beauty of your suit comes to zero if there's no fire here. Because let me tell you something. What will differentiate us is the fire we carry. The Bible said on that day when the apostles had the clothing tongues and they were speaking, Peter became mentally fertile. His brain was like that of a university graduate. He told them because you see when the revival starts, people will make mockery of it. They made a mockery of that revival. They said they were drunk. But God never leaves himself without a witness. Peter came to educate them. I said, no, these men you are seeing, they are not drunk. That thing that was written in the book of Joel, that he poured his spirit up. So let me tell you, when the revival starts here, there are men that will mock you, but God will give one of you wisdom to give them answers. He said, on that day, I will give you a wisdom that the world cannot say no to. So really, if sincerely, we are really interested in this power, we have to come to the giver of the power. And move according to his prescription. First, are you born again? And then when you are born again, there is a language of heaven. And that's the language of prayer. Because for you to conduct power, for you to have power, you must be able to conduct it. For electricity to flow, you must be able to apply. For fire to come up, you must be flammable. You can't strike matches and put it inside water. But if you become fuel, at the strike of masses, you explode. So we must be a house of prayer. A people that pray. Jesus speaking, he said, my house shall be called a house of prayer. Prayer is communicating with God. When you get to a stage where you pray from heaven to earth, then you know you have entered the presence of God. Most times we pray what we see and take it to God. But God has taken us beyond that level. What he wants is for you to pray 
from what you see in heaven down to earth jesus speaking said as i see my father do so i do you see because so that's what we're talking and that's what the sonship that's why you need power to enter that sonship i don't know if you understand what i'm saying so you move around and that's where our priesthood comes what is this thing we call priesthood do you know that you're a priest let's even start how many of you do you know you're a priest remember i said let's relax let's talk one-on-one -on -one. do you know you're a priest there's a heritage you are called into. It's a heritage of priests and kings. You know what a priest does? A priest gives earthly permission for heavenly intervention. So if heaven must intervene, there must be a priest that is giving the permission. That's why many churches, many people are not performing because people have not been able to bring down heaven and bring the affairs of heaven onto the earth. That's why the angels are saying, what is man? Because they are, they are operating on their level. We operate on this level. We operate on their level. I don't know if I'm making sense. It's a privilege. God created you so that he can see himself. You see, you see families, they say they are tormenting them. There are some causes that be happening in their village and everything. You see a man that has spent time with God. A man that has smelt the fragrance of God. He can enter the presence of God because all these things are about thrones. Have you heard this statement? Say power past power. There is no power that is greater than the power of God. So if you have that ability of God, it means you can enter onto that level, bring that power down into this and you embarrass any situation. He said, once have I spoken, twice have I heard that power belongs to God. Any other person can be in possession of power, but they are not in ownership. If you're a lawyer here, you know that there's a difference between ownership and possession. I think there's a lawyer there. So they can be holding it. And if it is your father that is God and he owns the power, it means you own the power. I don't know if what I'm saying is making sense. This morning I was sharing with some people. I said that I was a, that a, big, a man came when he wanted to die. He called his, his servant that had been serving for a long time. He said, you know what? Tell me what thing you want. Just one thing you want so I can give it to you. And you know what the servant said? He said, I want your son. There was wisdom in that thing. Do you know what the guy did? If he takes the son, the son is the heir to the father. It means he has taken everything. Are you seeing the wisdom of the man? So if God is your father, it means the power of God is your power. That's why, that's why we need power to become son. It's not ordinary. I told them a time is coming when the only thing you have, the only thing you have is God. You know that is an oxymoron. For somebody to tell you, that the time is coming that the only thing you have is God. Meanwhile, God is everything. And then you are chasing, you are pursuing, pursuing. But meanwhile, the one thing that covers everything is God. That's why I say, seek ye first the kingdom. And everything, can you see? Seek ye first the kingdom. Everything is in it. So many times the devil comes to deceive us. Instead of us to learn, be learning how to enter his presence. Enter, and that, that's where the power is endued. Enter. Why do you think they told them to tarry? Prayer was what connected it and brought it down. So if you are not a person of prayer, you can never be a person of power. If you didn't hear anything this night, eh? when you are saying we want to do power, we want to do power, what you are saying is we want to be people of prayer. That the mantle of prayer will drop upon you. If you used to pray 10 minutes, you begin to pray one hour. And when you enter one hour, you begin to pray three hours. And then when you begin that level of prayer, there are what they call spiritual realities that begin to come to you. Some of you, you start feeling heat in your hand. And you begin to learn that reality. It means maybe it can mean that healing is about to take place. The reason why many of us are not where we ought to be is because we don't know who we are. 
see every one sitting here there is a gift in god has given you but they don't just he said don't cast your your pills or swine they, they it is worked out don't fool yourself people will tell you that hand the blessing is not from god it's not from god there is a rule you ought to pray there is a rule you ought to pray ezekiel was by the by the by the by the by the, by the, by the island of cheba and he said the lord told me to stand up the lord told him to stand up the bible said when he stood up then the lord set him up so there's a difference between standing and the lord setting you up so there is a role you play and heaven takes over they need to know that you are serious can i i'm sorry don't get offended i say the truth many of you are not ready for power i'm sorry if he's spoiling the evening for you i will be honest with you many of you are not ready we sense it if there is really a hunger oh my god one or two people have been seeing but mercy is in the house if we can just ask him so that there can be a recalibration so that you see what when what happened in offer room before power came down what happened they were praying you can't change it you can't change it there's no shortcut there's no shortcut many places they don't emphasize prayer they may look nice dress well speak good english ross it's not by english oh. And it's not by smelling good. Neither is it by dressing good. But you can be on fire and you see dress good. The beauty of your dressing is beauty when the fire is under. I was, I was talking to somebody one of the days with them. We said, did you, Mary and Joseph, you know that story. Have you ever seen any picture of Mary, Joseph, and Jesus? Have you seen them? You know they look beautiful. Do you know what the Lord told me one day? Those were the impressions of the artist. It wasn't a beautiful situation. Can you imagine a family that could not afford where to have their baby? Are you, I, I want you to, let's relate now. They couldn't afford it. They had it where horses, where donkeys were giving birth. You can imagine the poverty. But when you see their face, they look very fine. Do, do, do you, can you reconcile it? The truth it was an ugly situation. The only thing beautiful about that situation was their obedience to God. The Bible said in the days of his power, your people shall be willing in the beauty in the beauty in the beauty of what holiness there is a beauty that is related to holiness so what they see is the beauty of holiness in us our situation may not be beautiful but when holiness is involved men begin to see a beauty they can't phantom that's how god keeps messing us up we chase the wrong things we chase the wrong thing we start running as if nothing is lost all this missing is that we are not being to god If you see couples, I think these guys, you guys are young. When you see couple, husband and wife, after like five years, you know what happens? They start looking like brother and sister. Have you noticed it? You are laughing. You are relating with it. Let me tell you something. If you can spend time with God for the next three hours, you start beginning, you start beginning like God. Three years. If you can spend three years in fellowship in His presence, you start your character begins to change because there are some things that can enter some deeper level in God that was outside. They begin to burn on the outside. They begin to burn. That's why He is a, a purifying fire. As you spend time with Him, there are some things that can stay on the outer court, but when you start getting to the inner court, some things must drop. And when you enter the holies of holies, when you begin to behold Him, there are many things about you that cannot enter there. But the question is, would you have the perseverance and the patience to chase him? I don't know what I'm saying is making sense. You see why I said let us be simple? 
see this christianity if you can be honest there's nobody that is a superstar it's the holy ghost in us how can you run when you don't know the way of the spirit how can you fly when you don't know the way of the world how can you run when you don't know the way of the spirit it's the holy ghost spirit of the age to come it's the holy ghost scepter of the king of kings bringing everything in obedience to Christ that's his job where you magnify Jesus the Holy Spirit appears bringing everything in obedience to Christ so what is your excuse we need to be sincere with ourselves don't form I don't know if you are this, this thing is being cast online it doesn't really matter let's talk one on one eh? what is your excuse you wake up early in the morning it is a disrespect and a dishonor because the Holy Ghost wakes you up and you don't even talk to him. If I came to your house and woke you up, the simplest thing is, oh God, what's the problem? Half but you know what many of us do? He wakes us up. We even ignore him. We walk away. And you want to manifest power. Am I? Somebody said, if it is your clock that wakes you up, let the man die. Am I making sense? You see, we haven't done the basic. And he keeps wooing us. He keeps wooing us. He said, it is the goodness of God. God is not, it's not that he's lazy. It's his goodness that wants to bring you back to repentance. So every morning you wake up, you wear your, do you know there are some that woke up, their leg didn't answer their brain. And you think it's ordinary. The mercies of God, it is of the Lord's mercy. That we are, let me tell you something. If the devil had his way, you would not be alive till today. Because the devil hates us. What you have, he doesn't have. The devil is irredeemable. When he fell, he didn't have a second chance. Adam fell and see what is happening. We've given the Holy Ghost so that we can come back. You can sin and ask for forgiveness, but the devil is irredeemable. So he's so angry. If he has his way, none of us will be here. So it means there is a power that is stopping him from killing us. So tonight, what we want to do is latch onto that power. I don't know how many of you are willing. If we can pray in the spirit, if we can pray in the spirit. But before we pray, you set your heart. Is there any way that you are falling out of alignment with the spirit of God? Nobody is telling you to come and confess anything. Where you are and him, because he's right here now. He's here. And we begin to speak. We begin to speak. Some of you, something will touch you. But tomorrow will be the day when we really do the But Tonight, there has to be a priming. Because the Bible said, and he went forth confirming his words with signs and wonders. So tonight I want you to get up on your feet as we begin to cry unto him. As we begin to cry unto him. You open your mouth and you cry. You, 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 you roar in the spirit. Ignore the person beside you. Because see, that person beside you did not make you. They be, you, you, have come, you have come to Mount Zion. And upon Mount Zion, there shall be deliverance. And the part I like is that saviors, saviors shall be raised from Mount Zion. 
Just open your mouth, open your mouth and begin to pray in the spirit. Open your mouth and begin to pray. Begin to pray in the spirit. Begin to pray in the spirit. Begin to pray in the spirit. Begin to talk to the Lord. Begin to talk to the Lord.